one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today is Friday fun. Sometimes I do Friday with friends. Today I'm just doing Friday fun. This is how to get fun in your movement, but also how to get fun in in function. So what is function and what is fun? So functional movement, function is a word that as physical therapists, we use all the time. It's now become a very buzzy word over the last number of years, but it is, um, it has been used for, from, from the physical therapist lexicon for many, many years, because function is like how you're operating in life. So when we talk about functional movement, we're talking about movement that has carryover or is directly um, similar to the movement that you are doing in life. So if you wake up in the morning, you get out of bed, you go into the bathroom, you squat to go to the bathroom, you get up, you walk downstairs, you get some stuff you know, um, out of the refrigerator, you reach up to your cabinet to get uh, something, a bowl or whatever, or coffee. <laughs> it wouldn't be in the cabinet, but you know, the coffee grinds. And then you go back upstairs and you walk up to the car and then you carry things. So there's those multiple complex movements that are involved in what we think of as just like daily life. And those are functional. Being able to get down to the ground is functional. I need to get shoes on. I need to pick up something that drops down on the floor. And um, I need to be able to carry things. So I need a lot of range of motion in my arms. I need to be able to hold something while I'm moving um, my legs. I need to stabilize through the torso while I'm lifting something over my head with my arms. So um, functional movement is all of those things I just talked about. 
and, and ways to think about it are like, what can you do in your movement practice that will have some carryover into everyday life? So it's not just a, it's not that you shouldn't like just go and do something that has no functional, you know, significance, but it it's for our modern day lifestyle. I believe we need to put a lot more functional movements in our deliberate exercise programs or movement pattern uh, programs like yoga or working out and things like that. How do we have fun with that? Because those things are fun. You know, those things are fun if we if we do think about like squatting, lifting, turning. Those are things that are fun, but some really purposeful, fun activities that do put the functional in things are what I'm absolutely fascinated with. And this has been a real passion of mine since I worked with stroke patients, people that had neurological insults and had to retrain these functional movements and had to retrain um, the parts of the brain to fire again or to another area to take over for that part of the brain so that these muscles in a coordinated way would fire so that a movement could occur. So some of the things I did with my stroke patients, I still think I still do to add fun in my yoga practice, in my movement practice. So here are some of those things to add the fun. One is crawling. So crawling is a functional thing. It is it is also a developmental thing. It is something that most kids uh, have done. Now there are kids who skip crawling. They go from sitting to you know standing, and they might scoot. And there, in my mind, that is not ideal because crawling is super important for these bilateral hemispheres of the brain. You have both hemispheres of the brain working when you're crawling, when you're brachiating, which is like monkey bar action. And you need that for processing. So crawling is awesome for brain development, but it's also awesome for the coordination of the limbs and the torso and the trunk, the core. And so, and it's, and it's pretty much something people seem to be able to do, but if you haven't done it in a long time, it doesn't feel as easy as you think. And it also becomes fun, right? We think of crawling as like babies are crawling or whatever, and that's just their mode of transportation. And then once they're able to advance, quote unquote, from that, why return to that? But there's so many benefits to crawling. So I would advise anyone who is feeling like they want to get stronger, get more mobile, get more coordinated, get more core integration, get stronger in their upper body, all of the, all of the above, and then you add on to that and have fun, I would get crawling. And there's two ways of crawling. One is you crawl. Well, actually, there's a couple ways. One is you crawl on your knees, like a baby would crawl, hands and knees, and you kind of alternate. So it's the contralateral hand, meaning the opposite hand, left hand, right knee goes forward, and then you just motor along. And so that's really great for your coordination. You could also crawl like that. Um, Some might call it like a bear crawl where your knees are off the floor and your toes are on the floor. And so I do that as well, where you're, but you stay low. So imagine like going into like a, a, a cellar or a sub, a basement that is, that's really like, a, just imagine going into a little room that has a low roof and you've got to like get really low. Like if you were walking through some kind of large pipe, I'm trying to give you the picture, but I think you know what I mean. 
you can't really get upright like you would, like if you were walking your down dog, like a bear walk. You're really like lower, like it's a little bear walk, but your butt stays low and the knees are just barely hovering. This is hard, hard stuff. If you want to get really strong in the core, get, get the butt down lower in that crawl. Then there's commando crawling, which is what babies start off with. They're more low to the ground and they do this kind of segmental iguana-like crawling. And that is amazing to do for fun and for a a great core activation. So those are a couple of different ways of crawling. You could also crawl in like a crab type way. They call it the crab walk, where you actually reverse yourself around. Your stomach is now up toward the ceiling. Your hands are on the floor, your feet are on the floor, and they're facing the same way. And then you practice crawling that way. And we used to do that in gym class. You know, when we would go into gym class and we would do all this stuff and crab walk and crab walk and and have these races. And it's such a, it's so much fun and it's hard, <laughs> but you're having a fun time. So the hard stuff is like less obvious. And I try and implement some of that type of thing. Um, in my yoga practice, in my movement practice. So those are a variety of ways of crawling. What are some other ways of having fun? Well, jumping. And I've talked about the benefits of plyo. But jumping is joyful. It really is. It's like you are getting this, you're becoming your own pogo stick. You know, it's just this like boing, boing. And it's this real return of energy. And it, and you're experiencing that return of energy. So you jump off by pushing down into the floor getting off the floor, you come back and then you push off the floor again. So it's like Tigger, you know, Tigger is, Tigger's bouncing around and that's a form of jumping. You can do two-legged jumps. You can do one-legged jumps. You could do just in-place jumps. You could do out and in jumps, like you're doing a jumping jack. You can do a big jump forward, like you were doing a long jump. You can jump like in place on one leg. You could alternate like almost like a skip jump. So there's great, and all of those are fun, functional, and really great for your overall fitness. So trying these various things, um, and they're so, it's so important because adults are so serious. I remember first going into New York, um, this would be like a decade ago to teach a yoga workshop. And uh, at first people were really stoic and serious. And I felt like I wanted to crack a joke. Like I just wanted to break the tension of the air and also say like, I get that we're trying to have this, I guess, respect or this, there is some idea of a divine practice involved where we have to be serious. And, but on the other hand, isn't life serious enough? Like you come out of this world of so much information and so much of it is not um, happy. And or celebratory. And it's like to come into this space of yoga, you're going into yourself, you're trying to um, self-regulate and come back to like this centered place. I don't think that centered place equals seriousness. So I think in fact, we need more levity. And I think bringing more of this fun into areas that we might not actually think originally we should bring it into is even better it's like being a little bit rebellious, not, not in a bad way, but just saying, hey, you know what? We can break the rules or change the rules. You know, it, it's not like you're going into church and, and, and playing a, a rock in a rock band unexpectedly when the organ is supposed to go. It's, it's really just bringing more lightness and joy and 
And doing that in your body, you will feel it more in your spirit. And being centered in your spirit is really also about being lighthearted, you know, and resilient. So bring, bring some fun into your movement. It can be functional, like jumping certainly is functional. You have to jump over things. Um, crawling, one could say, is absolutely functional because we've gone through it. It's a developmental stage. We still might need to crawl. You get on the ground, you have to crawl to get something. And it's surprising. I've had really big time athletes try and get them to crawl. And it is very hard. And some of it is not necessarily strength, but it's the brain mapping and also the uh, flexibility. And you want to have that range of motion that that makes you adaptable you want to have to have the range of types of movement patterns so have fun have fun have fun we need more fun in our life and we need more fun in our bodies so go out there and have fun and let me know what you think is fun or any questions you have about bringing fun into some areas that you might not think are going to be as receptive to it because i've done it and i can tell you boy by the end of those classes where people were really serious, they were smiling, they were enjoying. It's almost like they needed permission. So actually by being fun and and whole and you just like lighthearted myself, I'm giving permission like, hey guys, don't take yourself so serious. Like life is serious. Let's be lighter. Let's help each other out. And as always, I'm pulling for all of you. Thank you so much for listening. Please share with others and have fun. Go out and have some fun. You deserve it. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.